and welcome to a 2020 that's right we're now into 2020 to a new edition a new season of the los ponies podcast delayed but nevertheless we wanted to wait until our trials weekend and here we are curtis how's uh, how's the new year treating you that's been pretty good so far let's see how we do coming off a layoff here i know that uh, you've been hitting pretty well the past couple nights on the on the show, correct? You, I've been okay. I've been, been doing uh, okay. pounding your head against the yes, wall, saying uh-huh. if you would have played the pick sixes, <laughs> yes. yeah, you would have definitely hit. But you know, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. That, so here that, we are. That is correct, my friend. Uh, so yeah, the, the last two racing nights here, Los actually last. So we're just looking to last Sunday. You know, Caleb started noticing this midway through the second pick four to the late pick four that, you know, if I would have combined my both pick fours into a pick six ticket, so. The last two legs of the early pick four and the late pick four, uh, my pick six would have hit on Sunday, which paid ten grand. Unbelievable. And then Friday, same thing happened. Yeah. And guess what? Leading into the last race, yeah, there was no tickets alive. <laughs> so if I would have played it, that's, that's what I'm saying. My only ticket would have been alive in the pick six. So, but nonetheless, I. I, I did not play the pick sixes on those nights. I know. It's a terrible move. Now, guess this. The next night, I try to do this. Guess mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done. Out in the first place. You've been that. going after those place pick alls, uh, correct? Yeah, yeah uh, because uh, the place pick alls uh, I've, been, I've been a fan of. Shout out to Dave Weaver. Dave Weaver is a big fan of the place pick alls. But, yeah, I want to support my opinion. So, sometimes, you know, you might be off on your top pick here and there, but you can still get rewarded with the place pick call. And last night, the place pick call, we're talking about Friday night on the quarters. I think it paid like two grand. Yeah, there's a lot of nights where I'm inputting all the tote data, and uh, you know the mutual pops up, and you look at it, and you're like, what? "Place pick all yeah. was the the bet tonight." That yeah. was the you know sometimes it'll it'll come back low, but and then sometimes you, you just watch it there, and you're like, "Man, that was the bet of the night tonight." Yeah. So uh, even uh, re- religiously now, the place we call just a few bucks to support my check marks and my opinions. I'll throw a few bucks at it, and and, and I've hit a few ones, but uh, lately we're we're been on we've been the all the all but i only miss one chop of data but i want to try to hit them maybe in the next maybe that's my new resolution for 2020 more pick sixes and more place pick calls i mean as long as you're hitting that's a great new year's <laughs> resolution to have <laughs> well i can't complain I'm, I'm off to a good start here in 2020 uh let's keep it rolling just a few days ago aqha had their awards in oklahoma at the heritage place uh cell building and California Connections, they were presented well. Yeah, I was very excited to see He Looks Hot uh, be named world champion. Yes. It's hard to believe that a horse can just grind along like that. And, and we talked about, you know, on all our podcasts, how we saw He Looks Hot, zooming for spuds, all these horses battling out all these years, BH Lisa's boy. And it's like, it's hard to imagine He Looks Hot is going to be named world champion as, as a seven-year-old, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's just... That's crazy. So uh, I was really happy to, to see him uh, win that award. Uh, Flash and Roll got three-year-old Philly. Um, another uh, aged mare here at Los Al was uh, A's and J's, A's and J's. Uh, for, for Monty. Uh, she got champion aged mare. And Cartel Just Rockin', uh, who won the $2 million for John Cooper, uh, got two-year-old Philly. And, of course, our very own Ed Burgar was recognized yes. with a special achievement award, just like our very own Melody Nuschel. Yeah, she was another one. So I was uh, pretty happy to see <laughs> yeah. her get an award. She, uh, I mean, you you still see, even though she retired, you still see her all the yes, time at Los Al, uh, still supporting the racing. So I was glad she got recognized as well. So two of our very own there humans got got a got a you know rewarded 
acknowledge for their uh, long service and to the sport of quarter horse racing. So that's fun. But I mean, he looks hot. Such a cool horse. Um, and it was patented that he would run a big race on the outside post, right? Yeah. Uh, after the post draw, that was uh, what we said kind of shook everything up. Yeah. I mean, uh, Vinny even said, he said, I could not believe that I got the outside and that really set up. And horse uh, just ran a monster racer in the Champion of Champions. I uh, won a couple grade ones last year. So, uh, But you never know how uh, the voting's going to go yep. uh, during the end of the year awards for AQHA. So. Uh, I was just happy that everything went uh, his way, and I think it was well-deserved for a horse that's uh, been, through out, uh, been through a lot in his career. For sure. Uh, all the way from winning the $2 million as a two-year-old, now winning the Champion of Champions in his, what, fourth or fifth try? That's what I mean. It's just uh, such longevity when you think <laughs> about it, and that's, uh, that's what I mean. I just think it was cool that we got to see all these horses still competing and at a high level. We could always claim that we're playing pool Next to a champion of champions trainer, Scott Willoughby, <laughs> right? Yes. You can claim that. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were sitting there uh, talking with him. We were playing at Burgard's. How about that? And, and he had uh, a, a lot of bullets there for the, uh, the two million as yeah. well. Uh -huh. I was talking to him about Nomadic and all, all those horses. So uh, that's definitely a, a good little uh, interview we, uh, we got behind the scenes there at Burgard's. That's for sure. All right, so that's a fun recap of what's been going on. Uh, moving forward, we begin the 2020 season. We're off and rolling. And, I mean, we're, we're already around the corner for maiden stakes trials. we got winter championship, winter derby around the corner. Um, now we're almost pretty much done through January. I think February and March could be a little bit of the sluggish years. Yeah. Sluggish uh, months. And then the two-year-olds pop up in April. Yeah, you'll, you'll start, be saying, uh, start to be saying it's starting to ramp up again. Uh, all the babies will be hitting the grounds. And... We'll have to start delving into the works and, and uh, keeping track of those and, and doing a, a lot of the hard work behind the scenes. If I'm getting six hours of sleep on a good night tonight, I'm going to be sleeping like two hours once <laughs> i got to look at all the two-year-old videotapes, that's for sure. That's going to be a long, long night. Yeah, hopefully uh, the baby stays quiet. Yeah, that's that's a plan. Uh, or, or you can just uh, hold, hold her uh, in your arms <laughs> as you're uh, watching each day. And that's you'll it. have to learn how to type one-handed. One hand, yeah, one-handed <laughs> typing is my... Is my goal for 2020. I'm battling a little bit of a sore throat, but we'll get through it here on this 2020 edition of the Los Ponies podcast. Uh, nice to have you back, Curtis. We're going to look at Sunday's program uh, that features the 2019 AQHA World Champion. He looks hot. He's going to be back entering in the trials of the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship. We got an eight-race program, race number one, for a long event here to begin the card. We're going for a, con a conditional claiming tag of four thousand dollars but right off the bat curtis wasting no, no time. time no time wasted <laughs> right oh off gosh. the wall. i'm all in i'm who's, all who's in. it gonna be and it's the horse that is stepping up in class but it's the horse that has one way to go shadow up speed speed and more speed and i'm i'm it's pretty simple to me break on top repeat the effort that you did last time out and i think he's gonna have enough of a breather to hold them all off my prediction, he's going to win by a long neck. I, I'm right there with you. To start off the year, I'm going with Shadow Up. <laughs> nice. even, even though he was uh, stepping up here, it's a weird condition. You don't see a lot of 4,000 non-winners of three in here. Uh -huh. So it's definitely a tricky race. And uh, even though he's stepping up, uh, I think Shadow Up is going to be able to get out there. Uh, I, I'm not too scared of Mystic Gray, even though that one's dropping down. Um, and I'm not really scared of cash and counter. I've never really been worried about that horse. So I don't think the step up is too much for Shadow Op to handle. 
uh, Jesus Uranga and Pierre's, uh they're amazing there. They're hitting at 30%. So I agree on the top pick. There's only one way. Hopefully he goes wire to wire. That's it. Only one way to go. That's going to be my lock of the night. I'm going to go 3-2-6 here. Shadow up, Mystic Grade, the other one that can either stock or lead. I'm interested to see what Sergio Morphin does here because he trains both the 2 and the 4. Mm-hmm. The, the 2 has shown speed before. Going to speed to kind of duel with Shadow up. But then Cash and Counter broke so good last time out that I don't know if they're going to send the four. I don't know who's going to send. I don't know who's going to take back. Yeah. All I know is that I think Shadow Up is the quickest. So I'm going to pick him here. I'll go Mr. Greg for second. And then Papa Caballero, 10 to 1 in the morning. I think he's going to improve here coming back to the nighttime mobile from the outside. I think he's going to have a clean trip to rally into a fast pace. So I'm going to go 3 to 6 here to begin the card. Yeah, I like the two, uh, the other. Sergio Morphin runner uh, a little bit better than the four like I said I've never really uh, liked the four at higher levels uh, I think Mr. Gray will be able to turn the tide this time and then for third I'm gonna go to the one Rosette uh, it's gonna be second time here at Los Al the first time out uh, was just a non-factor uh, but has shown a lot of speed in the past and, and is stretching out just a little bit further from 870 to four furlongs it's only 10 yards but I'm hoping just second time at Los Al can uh, show a little bit more of that former speed and, and maybe uh, being along the rail really helped that one uh, to step up and make another improvement, but it's still a question mark in my eyes. All right, recap, I'm going to go 3-2-3, All right, race number two here. We're going 807 yards in this event. And, uh, you know, this... What? It's going to be an easy daily <laughs> double, Jose. That's it? I hope people don't turn the podcast <laughs> off after these first two races. But <laughs> this is it. It's very, my, very simple. Yeah. Mine isn't mind-blowing, but this was the horse that I thought had the greatest chance to win uh, come uh, Sunday night. I'm going to the four, Earl Grey. Early on, hopefully we can just narrow down this pick four. Uh, I think has run three really good races to start the career. Last time out, um, it finished a good second. Uh, was only down by half a length coming into the stretch and just couldn't out-finish. Class and Corona, that's a... Uh, uh, quarter horse. Quarter horse, correct. Yes. See, I think the, the wet surface kind of helped class in Corona that night. So the other ones aren't showing a whole lot of speed in here. Hopefully, Pires can just get this horse out and maybe get his diploma on Sunday night. You agree with my lock of the night? I agree with your lock of the night. Huh. Very simple. Easy, See, we don't, easy we pick peasy. Up, we pick up the pace <laughs> right where we left off in 2019, right? Exactly. <laughs> Earl Gray here, to me, like I mentioned, it was a core horse stretching out for the first time, class in Corona's last time out. And over the wet track, the speed tends to play a little bit better. So Classic Corridor's a very good effort there to win. But Errol Gray still finished four lengths clear of the third place finisher. And Errol Gray is only making this four lifetime start. I still think there's there's more to give there. So I agree with the four. Isla's Toys is a little bit interesting to me here. From post number three, you get Edward Rojas, a hustling rider out of the gate. A horse that wasn't too far off of a 22 flat opening quarter over the daytime almost. So a little bit of speed is intriguing for the three there. And then the two of the first time starter here, Zaki for Art Sherman and the Crystal Valley Racing. Three of the last four workouts have been longer than this distance is running tonight. So that's a little bit interesting to me. So I'm going to go four, three, two here in race number two. Well, outside of our lock, we're pretty different here. All right. I'm, I'm chucking my dad's horse. Okay. I, I think it's going to be uh, too short for a horse that hasn't shown uh, a lot of speed, so I think that's uh, going to be too much asking for I'm gonna him. I'm going to send this podcast to your mom and dad. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. He, he hears it all the time. 
<laughs> I'm going to the six. Don't stop looking for Bob Bean. Um, it's it's coming back into or making the first start in his barn. I'm sorry. It's coming back to Los Al uh, from Golden Gate, in which it was just a, a non-factor really, but had two. Uh, seconds in the two prior efforts there at four and a half furlongs is shortening up and draws the outside for Vinny. Uh, I think that'll be a good spot and, and can really show its best effort. And then I'm going to go to the one Lady Maxi. It's going to be second time for Angie Aquino. Uh, last time out, stumbled at the start. Save ground was just really a non-factor, but uh, prior to that, two outs ago, almost one. Only dropped uh, uh, neck back there running second to So Precious and I like the jock change from Frank Johnson to Christian Aragon. I think that's a big boost uh, and a big rider change. I like Aragon getting aboard Angie's horses so I'm going to give that one down a, a look down along the inside. A recap, I'll go 4-3-2. 4-6-1. And by the way, New Year, so I uh, want to let you guys know that I'm, I'm now doing the comments for the Nightlines Forums. So people want to get the comments for, my comments for every single horse for every race, including my selections, you can get them in the Nightlines program, which you can you can buy for very economically through the website, through losalmedos.com. If you're out of state, if you're listening to this, to, if you're a fan from out of state, you can still get the official Nightline programs in digital form uh, through the website. I'll, I'll tweet out the link later on my Twitter if you want to get the program there. So I'm doing the comments now. Ed Burgard is still doing the, the morning nine. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of players don't like the sound of that, but Ed Burgard's <laughs> still doing them. And now uh, Chris Wade is doing the pick fours for the program. So, uh, you know, things have been moved around, but Ed Burgard still doing the morning line. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Race number three, four and a half furlongs here. We're going for a claiming tag of 5,000 uh, in this spot. We have a previous lock of the night that is coming back in this spot. But before I tell you who I like, who do you like in race three? Going to the one, leads limit. There we going go. right back to Angie I, I mean, Aquino. right off the bat, we agree. <laughs> I mean, this is easy. Uh, I thought the horse ran a really nice race there for Lynn Melton. Uh, the, the horse wasn't challenged last time. Uh, for 8,000 before that. I got three to one last time out of the Oh, so you must that. have just been Look drooling all oh, over oh, that. Oh, man, I got a nice read It just goes wire to wire mm -hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, you know Angie claims this one, steps it up to five, uh, 5,000 non-winners a two here. Uh, it's the speed down along the rail. Uh, I think uh, Pyre's getting aboard, or staying aboard here is pretty good because Angie will usually change uh, stuff. But you know they hit a 33% with a, with a limited amount of runners. So I look for this one to just go wire to wire along the inside. I agree. And you know last time I gave this one the, the tap of the lock of the night. And, but, but we got a three to one at post time because of that bad start that he had shown over the day daytime mobile, all right? But three starts back, he won over a length and a half, had the lead easy versus Scrambled. Scramble ran in that race on January 5th and was actually one of the favorites. And I was like, there's no way Scramble is going to be able to take the lead from lead limit when lead limit just pretty much handled that field last time out. So we got a juicy three to one. I liked uh, you know, moving from one good barn to another one. And Edgar Payer stays aboard. So I'm going to give the one a shot again. The other speed that is dangerous is the three. What a handsome cat. That's the only one that I think could make it a little bit interesting or try to outduel the one. And, and that's where a little bit of a, a little bit of worry for me here. The speed of the three. What a handsome cat. So one, three, five here for me with Vermeer uh, coming in for Keith Craigmile. Second time over the oval. Now drop stretches out to four and a half and, and drops in claiming tag. So one three five for me here in race three yeah i got the same numbers just different order i got the one on top i got vermeer the five and second uh, has just 
had two troubled trips in the last pair, but it is dropping once again, so I think they're just trying to find a good spot for this horse uh, to be in. And then I'm going to the three, What a Handsome Cat, who was just a, a check-cashing machine prior uh, to that last start there. I mean, you see first, second, first, second, 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 just all the way down through there. Uh, this horse just usually runs a game effort, and I, I see it uh, being no different on Sunday night. All right, race number four, the payoff leg of the early pick four. We're going down the straightaway. Got a field of six here, set to pose, going for a claiming tag, made in claiming tag of 12500 I'll be surprised if we agree, but who do you like? Going to the six, Latin chick My for Jaime choice. Gomez. We don't agree on top, okay. all right? Well, all we right. got a part somewhere. Okay. Uh, it's going to make another attempt here at 12-5. Uh, the only thing that kind of scares me about this is Ayala gets off this horse to ride the, the first timer for Jaime, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to play the first timer. I'm going to stick with Latin Chick, who I thought finished out pretty well after breaking out and bumping at the start. I, I thought finished out with a good run and draws the outside post. Yeah, third, third choice on, on my selection, Latin Chick. Uh, they get bumped, but still showed a little bit of interest, interest, so I actually do like the six better than the first time starter as well. Um, that's funny that we both are not being swayed by yeah, <laughs> jumping off. That's interesting. Uh, so I'll keep the six and third. I'm I'm gonna give the one one more shot. Yeah, she's a so at this point she's a professional maiden. She's been knocking at the door. She's zero for eight, but she has steadily improved in her final clockings. Now the thing with her is that she needs to run a straight course. Um, don't know if she's gonna do that again and do that tonight, but I'm gonna give her one more shot. I'm gonna pick her on top here. I'll go to MCT Warzone for second. The three. For Fizz Gonzalez, a runner that uh, stretched back out to 300 last time out and still finished a good third in that event. Uh, I believe top of the morning was dropping in class, if I remember correctly, in that event. So I'm going to go 1-3-6 here in race number four. Yeah, we got the same numbers again. Uh, six on top. All right. Like her so looks dangerous. Um, I think another thing that flatters a form, Prima Cartel, uh, last time out uh, in which Like her so ran second, Prima Cartel came back Friday and won. So I think yep. uh, that flatters the form a little bit more and looks dangerous along the inside, but has lacked the winning habit. And then I went to the three MC or now Rona called him Mick T Wars on. Are we going MCT or Mick T Wars Well, look in, in my night lines, I wrote yeah. him as Mac, Mick T. Okay, but so uh, Professor D wrote him as MCT. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, whatever it is, we're, I'm gonna call him uh, MCT Warzone. Uh, just for professor's sake, but I, I thought he put in a pretty good effort last time. He kind of lacked room uh, nearing the wire, but I didn't think it was enough to put uh, down on paper. Um, but I think maybe he could have ran just a little bit faster, but I didn't think it affected him that much. And uh, Panado's been really riding really well since he returned, so uh, he might get a little price at 6-1. to one. Now I'm looking at the breeders. The breeder says Mike or Carol Tillman. So I'm guessing it's MCT. Probably MCT. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You'll, you know, they'll probably come by the set. You can just ask them then. <laughs> Nonetheless, we both like MCT <laughs> uh, Wars in there in race number four. Race number five, the set of the late pick four. Uh, you ready? 110 yards, my friend. Oh, terrific. We're going in this allowance event. Got a field of six here. Three rows and up, which have never won a race at 110 yards. That just makes the race much <laughs> more interesting. Field of six. Who did you pick? I went with the two. I went with the Cartel Hawk for Hector, Hector Magallon. Yeah. Off the layoff? You know, he's been running really well. But the thing is, this horse is the only one that's won previously at the 100-yard distance. Yes. Is the only one in the field. So, so you're saying this one is sliding through the 
through the conditions. Just exactly. I mean, it, it appears to it. me that the race is really for the two, the uh -huh. cartel hawk. I do have a little prize for second, but I, I think the two looks the most dangerous here in the fifth. I'm going with the other Magallanes. Oh, okay. I spot a cartel, the paint horse, who uh, ran a good second off the layoff last time out in that, event, in that event behind Golden Boy Ganza. Um, Alberto Zepeda, a very capable rider here. And I got to give credit to uh, Hector Magallanes. He's given opportunities to all kinds of riders. Mark Jasso rode this horse last time out. Uh, I think that night Hector won a race with another rider that doesn't get a lot of mount. So he's given Alberto Zepeda a mount, uh, a mount here that's obviously live. So uh, kudos to Hector here for using different riders that don't necessarily get the mounts every night here. Yeah. So I like the six on the outside. Deceiver there from along the inside has been knocking on the door before at these distances here. For Jimmy Glenn Jr., you get Ulysses Gomez on the rail. And then the Cartel Hawk for third. So uh, Magallanes looks to have two of the very top horses to win this event. And I'm going to go 6-1-2. I'm going to put the five fast thinking here. Uh, second time off the claim for Jorge Farias. Um, first time, they stepped it all the way up to 16,000. It broke out and just weakened it. It really didn't threaten against Mr. Tornado. Um, they switched to Carlos Huerta, who I think uh, is Jorge Farias' main rider. I think that's who it's going to be. They're one for one so far. Um, I just think that a little bit of a drop down uh, is going to suit this horse, and it was quick. It, I think 110-yard distance should be to his liking. And then I'm going to go to the one deceiver. Just a money burner, but again, <laughs> looks dangerous He's down along the, the door, inside. Yeah. It's funny, in the two-year-old year, I thought this was a horse that actually loved to finish. Me too, and, yeah. And here, now uh, when she's a little bit older, now she's breaking, but I don't know. I, I just don't know if she's going to be able to, to handle the 110-yard distance. It usually, she just disappoints me. Uh, you'd think she's going to be doing good, but just <laughs> three uh, or in two starts um, has run third by a whole length. So I, I expect her to be closer. So we'll have to see. All right, so I'm going to go six one two two five one. Speaking of Jorge, did you notice he's picking up the new the new barn? EG yes. Has yep. He's he, off to a good roll. I I kind of expected that. Jorge Farias is he usually hits a, at a good number, so picking well, you know up a I huge barn like that. He's I don't know if he got the clearance. Obviously, he he did get the clearance, but he's. He's been aggressive when placing them. He's dropped a few. He's uh, he's put him in different spots. Yeah. And he's already off and running with good success for EG High Desert Farms. I think that's a big, uh, you know, hurdle to, to jump over is when you get a, a big owner like that yeah. and you got to say, hey, we need to drop these yeah, horses, yeah. you know, because they've been in the game a long time yes. and uh, it's not like they don't know what to do. So uh, hopefully they've got a working relationship like that. All right. Race number six, the first of three divisions to the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship. We got three trials here to end the card. Got a field of seven in the first spot, and right off the bat, a good matchup, strong side by side. Powerful yes. favorite versus Katie Z moves. Monty doesn't like when we picked this horse because the time we jumped <laughs> off, this horse won. <laughs> yes, that right? is true. Yes. All right. So this horse qualified to the champion of champions was scratched due to a minor foot injury, yes. if I remember correctly. Who'd you pick here in the first division? Well, I was all over powerful favorite last year. Uh -huh. And then he finally got his win streak broken yes. at seven there to flash and roll. You think that kind of hurt him? Do you think that that kind of took a little bit of his confidence out? He was right next to her and couldn't get by. by. He couldn't go by. And he that, just couldn't. That was three-year-olds. Flash and roll came back. That was my pick in the champion of champions. And uh, she really disappointed there. I yes. think, what she run? Sixth, Fifth, I believe. Six, something. Mid-pack. Yeah. Mid so that has me 
a little more down on powerful favorite. All He's right. stepping up against older for the first time. I'm going with the two. Katie's easy Look move. At you. This horse is a sharp breaker. I think we'll be right there next to. Well, I know this horse is going to be right next <laughs> to powerful favorite early. Uh, has been facing the top older horses, you know, all this time, and always runs a solid race. 2143, 1950, 1947, and can fly out of the gate, I think is going to really be a challenge for Powerful Favorite, and I think he goes down on Sunday. Wow. This is interesting right <laughs> off the bat. Monty, you listening, Monty? Monty's sweating right now. <laughs> I'm going to slide with Powerful Favorite from the inside post. Uh, he ran a game effort in the feed, but I'm telling you, I, I, I feel like maybe that could have been like, you know what? Because he, he was trying so hard to go by Flash and yep. Roll, he just couldn't. Yep. Just couldn't. That's the first time he's got denied in a long time. So it's going to be a duel from the get-go. I'm going to go one-two here. They're both very deserving favorites here in the first leg. And then Belchick, the five, is interesting to me. I mean, three starts back, you know, minutes by half a length to uh, Symbol of Faith in 1983. Uh, second in the Derby in 1967. So the times are very well for Belchick. She just, he hasn't gotten the best of beginnings in the last couple of starts so I'm going to go one, two, five here. But what do you think of Boss Time Machine drawing the outside? He's run some of his best races when drawn in the outside. Not picking him. Mm. I'm going to the horse on the inside for third. I'm going to Katie's Easy Moves, uh -huh. powerful favorite. Uh -huh. Then I'm going to the six, Red Hot Cartel. Because oh. even though he'll break slow sometimes, um, Oscar's been riding really well for Matt Fails. Uh, I like the closing kick. This is Yankees half bro, right? Yes. Yep. Bailcheck usually lugs in. Okay. So I think that Red Hawk Cartel should be in the clear and I think is better than both time machine. So I look for him to out finish the seven. All right, Curtis, there's two races left. You know what time it is. The late daily double. 400 yards again, second division of the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship Trials. Field of six, 2019 AQHA World Champion. He looks hot, draws the inside post. I got to give him the respect. Going right to him. All right. Got him on top. Mm hmm. He was so impressive last time in, in the Championship Champions, beating Mia Moore Secreto, yes. who uh, was a very uh, good surprise I there mean, for a second, and Hot Stepper yes. as well. Uh -huh. uh, but so I think is is just too good for this field. Really, that, that's the way I look at it. And he runs well from the inside, so I got him on top. Yeah, I mean, hard to hard to not make a good case where he looks hot, fresh off getting the award as a 2019 AQHA World Champion. Just matched Corona, the second place finisher finisher in the All American Derby last year. Ran a good second behind the talented Jess Famous last time out here. Jess Famous, I believe, was winning his second consecutive stakes event that night. You get Ramon Sanchez here to ride here for Paul Jones. I think he's uh, the main upsetter, per se, if, if he looks hard, makes a mistake. So I'm going to go one, five, and then four. Corona jumping MRL. He's the runner. They can get the jump on both of these runners if they make a mistake. He's the one that holds a little bit of gate speed there. Not really lost second to Jess Master Corona last time out. But he had a he had a little bit of a early gate in early gate speed in that event. So I'm gonna go one five four here in race seven. I'm gonna go to the four Corona jumping for second. Only finished a, a neck behind just Macho Corona and I kind of, kind of soured on just Macho Corona. Even though last time out he finished a good second. Uh, I'm just not seeing the improvement there that I, I wish he had shown in the past. And then I'm gonna go to the six just my kiss who draws along the outside for Ramon Figueroa. I'm just going to play the Oscar on angle. Every time Oscar uh, gets on, yeah. he can usually improve horses yeah. and has been, and, you know, did it all last year. He's in at 27% this year. Uh, we'll just have, have to see if Just My Kiss can show that closing kick. And the more I'm watching Oscar, I mean, right off the bat, he 
he, he, you can tell that he, he did plenty of good practice because he puts in the effort, he makes very little mistakes, uh, but he gets his horses to break straight. Yeah. That's the main thing for yeah. him. Once you break straight, you're off and running. You put yourself in a great spot. Yeah. And more often than that, he does that consistently. And, uh, I, I mean, he's as long as he, he keeps riding well, he's, he's going to be up there in the leaderboard not too long. I think the biggest thing is just, and it's, it's core to horse racing, it's just who can get the horses out of the gate the best. Yeah. And, and right now, it's Oscar. Ayala was the best. I think he, he dropped a little. But Nicasio is probably riding the best right now, and Vinny still pops horses. Mm -hmm. So you just see that you know, shocking. The best gate riders are, are doing well. Exactly. Last division of the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship, 400 yards again. We got a field of six to end the night. Hot Stepper six to five off of the third place finish in the Champion of Champions. Are you going with Hot Stepper? Yeah, I'm going with Hot Stepper because I, I think uh, Paul's finally you know figured this horse out. Uh, he has him running a lot better, and I'm just going to attribute it to Ramon Sanchez getting aboard. Even though Cody Jensen had had ridden this horse to a lot of su uh, success, when Ramon got him uh, aboard uh, in the Z Wayne Griffin trials, there uh, he ran his best race at Los Al, and he looked like a, a you know a former champion and, and a millionaire. So I think he looks the best. Uh, I think he can put up the top times. So I'm going to go with him over favorite motion. Yeah, me too. I, I like Hot Stepper. I really like that third place finish. He was right there with a big shot to win that event there. Ended up losing by, by a length in the Champion of Champions, but I thought it was a huge effort. Uh, he will be wearing the Flippy Hunter again, and Ramon Sanchez unless it's to ride. To me, he's the most likely winner here. Favorite motion can show a little bit of gate speed. Uh, don't know if 400 yards is really what he wants to go or go now or even run his A races at this distance. Uh, but he can make things very interesting in the first 300 to 350 yards. So he deserves a shot. And then getaway car was claimed three starts back. And that win last time out, despite stumbling, he was never asked. And to me, I don't know if, how well he can be stepping up against a field like this. But even at, at, as a third choice at 8-1, to one, he looked very impressive last time out. So I'm going to go 4-3-2. I've given up on getaway. I've burned so much money <laughs> ever since that horse was a, a two-year-old. I've burned an enormous amount of money on him. Uh, so I'm going four on top, three favorite motion for second, and then I'm going to go to the five, Arizona favorite. Uh, a little bit of a long shot here. Like you said, Hector Magallanes giving Zapata uh, a mount here on a pretty good horse. Um, I think it's just just better than the one, two, and six. I, is usually facing easier company, but uh, this horse is always rolling late. And as long as he can get in the clear, I think he can be there in the trifecta. That's the card for Sunday nights. Uh, Alice Alameda's featuring the uh, the trials for the Grade One Brad McKinsey Winter Championship. That's going to be the first birth of the year to the Champion of Champions already on the line. So one of these horses already have their That's their right. year mapped out, That's ready to go. It was, it was uh, what zoom in for, for spuds, spuds last year. Yeah, uh, he he got it and uh, stamped his name into the Champion of Champions already. So, like you said, we're just wheel it on back to start the year over right away. <laughs> Coming up soon here, as everybody knows, it's going to be big game Sunday, for, as as they like to say. Mm -hmm. uh, Los Alamitos is going to host a big game Sunday watch party here. Uh, at Burgarts. Yes. Right? Yep. But I have, I have I heard from my sources that they're going to have a pretty good special on admission and food. Yeah. They, uh, they're they going to have $20 if you prepay. All right. That's going to include 
admission mm -hmm. and a buffet. The buffet will include carne asada nachos, Ooh. mini pizzas, Oi. beef sliders, Ooh. chicken wings, Ooh. homemade chili. Well, I've heard we changed it to home style chili home instead style. of homemade okay, chili. Home style chili. Mini hot dogs, fresh vegetable tray, cheese and cracker. So I think that is probably the best deal I've ever seen at Los Alamitos. I think so too. And I mean, when Orlando told me the price of it, I almost fell out of my chair and yeah. I told him I will be there 100%. <laughs> Sunday, February 2nd, if you want to watch the big game here, the big football game at Los Alamitos, you can watch it at Burgarts. We're not going to be racing that night, but obviously you want to come here, enjoy some simulcast racing here from the daytime, come in. The $5 beer specials begin at 2 p.m. And again, twenty bucks if you prepay, twenty-five bucks at the door. So yeah, pretty yeah, good deal. I mean, this is a great deal. I was absolutely shocked. I told him how good of a deal it was, <laughs> and and the drinks, the the beers are going to be only five dollars. Yeah. I have I have heard. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, I just I think they're really doing right by the fan, and hopefully uh, we get a good crowd out there. I I, I told uh, everybody. I told my mom, my yeah. dad, my wife, yeah. and they could not believe the price. They they just were shocked. It's such a good deal. It is a good deal. We're we're when when Orlando first told us that they're going to do this, you know, we said mm, forty bucks, yep. right? Because it includes a buffet yeah. and assorted you know assorted uh, foods there in the buffet, and you get a mission to us. I, I said it should be around thirty-five to forty bucks. Yeah, I said twenty bucks. I was like, really? <laughs> this is cool. That's what I mean. We're like, uh, you know, is, is hell freezing over? <laughs> like, what is going on? We we're telling them like. I don't know, man. You might not be able to have enough room for everybody. What's uh, the, the max occupancy for that room? No, but Burgarts is a, is a cool spot to watch the races during the daytime, of course. And uh, you're going to be able to watch the big football game there on Sunday, February 2nd. So come out to LaSalle, watch some races, bet on horse racing around the country, and stay for the big game. Looking forward to the winter derby trials on Saturday, one night before this card that we talked about. Um, and then we'll, we'll always have the finals of both of those races later in a, in a few weeks but who's gonna get their birth into the champion of champions he looks hot i mean i i think it's gonna be he looks hot i uh, i really do i think he looks like uh the horse to beat right now um i think katie's easy moves is, is yeah. right there um we didn't see bh lisa's boy we no. didn't see zooming for spuds no. so i think those are the the top two and uh, and hot stepper. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we have to wait and see how powerful favorite does in the trials against older. That defeat he suffered like the last time out against Flash and Roll. That could have been like the 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 disappointing favorite. That kind of like oh, I don't want to win anymore. You never, you never know. know. So, uh, sometimes yeah. uh, sometimes it goes oh, like that. Because that's a battle. He was trying everything he could to go by. He cannot yes. go by. Yep. Uh, that could definitely be a career defining moment for him. All right. It's fun. 2020 podcast is off and rolling. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody.